0: This is Clayton House Entertainment X. For part two with Annabeth Gish, we continue the conversation on meditation. We also discuss unplugging and favorite failure. We cover succession and always being ready. So I hope you enjoy this part two with Annabeth Gish. Do you meditate or do you have any daily rituals or...
1: I do. do. I do meditate. Yes. I have a pretty strong meditation practice. I've studied with a teacher here in LA for my goodness, longer than I've been married.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and so it's, it's, you know, imperfectly I, I'm, I try to do something daily, even if it's just three minutes. Um, but I do think a meditation practice is, is so important to mindfulness and, um, Because, as we know, the world is chaotic and so are our minds. But yes, I do. I do Hmm. meditate.
0: In terms of work life balance, raising a family, uh, Mm -hmm. how have I, and I, this might be, this could be a much larger question, but the initial one that I start with, I guess, is how have you gotten better at turning off the career (laughs) to go home and be present for the family or vice versa, Mm. you know, whichever one is.
1: Yeah. Well, we talk about this a lot with my husband too, because he, he's also in the industry and, and, you know, with our phones and everything nowadays, you have to almost always be available to whatever is happening, which is, you know, definitely is destructive to the power of just being present. But we really do make a marked uh, point of, you know, all of us family, you know, we put our cell phones in the other room, we watch a show, we eat our meals, we, we try to really cultivate time away from devices, which seems like work, yeah. you know. yeah. The luxury, again, of my work is that if I'm on a set, you know, that's just transportative anyway. So mm-hmm. it's very easy to, to turn that on and then go back home when you have piles of laundry and dishes to do and <laughs> then it's very easy to just remember who you are.
0: Right, right, right. In, um, in the professional relationships of the industry, I'm curious what your views are on professional relationships and the one that stands out is the collaboration with Mike Flanagan on Midnight Mass. Um, if you're willing to talk about how you view that and how that came to be.
1: Mm, yes, I mean the collaboration with Mike has been, he's asked me to be a part of his movie and I've said yes. <laughs> 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 and joyfully because I, I, there is really something I think I've done five projects with him now as yeah. have many of his actors. He really does abide by a, a collective. Um, and it's a beautiful thing because there's, you already have an inside language. Um, you already know how each other works and yet and yet because of playing a different role you kind of want to surprise each other too and see oh look i also have this in my pocket can Mm -hmm. we try this can we try that there's a shorthand that that develops over time with people that you work with repeatedly and i say this in the same way that doing being a series uh, like X-Files was, or Brotherhood for me. You you just get into rhythms with people and a safety, sense mm. of security. But it's been so wonderful to watch Mike, I want to say bloom, but that doesn't seem like a perfect metaphor for um, horror films. <laughs> <laughs> but his, his artistry has just, you know, uh, it's just been great to see him become so... Uh, epic in in the proportions of what he's able to pull off.
0: Do you have a favorite failure or apparent failure that set you up for future success? Mm. Mm.
1: My gosh, there are so many of them. There are so many <laughs> fa- failures. There are, I mean, I think I, that
0: means there's been a lot of learning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yes. Yes, <laughs> a favorite one. I mean, I, I, I know that there are acute. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I will know. I will say this. I once uh, was, I was cast in a, a theater production here in L. A. Uh, and we cast. I I said yes to the play before having met anyone. I didn't audition for it, and. I just said yes to the opportunity, but quickly within a week or two weeks of rehearsal, it didn't, it was clear that it was not a fit in, yeah. in many ways, multiple ways. Uh, m- me for them. I for also like, it was just, uh, and, and so we, I, I mean, I guess I was let go. I was fired, whatever you want to call it. Um, we, 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 it was, it was a hard loss, a hard failure because it felt like I'd failed, but I learned a lot. I learned about, um, I always like to meet people before I work with them. Mm -hmm. I also don't mind auditioning for something that is, especially if it's something out of my reach, not typical. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's important that people know what you're getting, Mm -hmm. you know, technically. Um, So I learned that. I learned that I always like to meet people before I say yes (laughs) and vice versa. They should too. Sure, sure. And and then I learned that it happens, you know? I mean, things don't always go your way and there are hardships and then you, you, but you can't let these failures demolish your sense of self. You can grieve and cry and whatever, but then you, I hate the saying, but you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and you know get on with it and and then either put that pain into never letting it happen again uh or or just a chip in your armor <laughs> you know yeah. like we all have
0: that it's so important you're absolutely right it has to be a a fit a real fit not just a oh it's a great gig let's just be a part of it because it's something that's exciting me and i guess that can also come with getting better at saying no to things you know
1: Oh, yes. And I think that comes with age for sure, you know, and being a parent for me, you know, I've really uh, come to find that I don't want to waste. I have precious time with my children left. They're teenagers, not left, but, Mm. you know, it really has to be worth my while to take my time. Um, And I'm also because I've had such a long career now, I'm really interested in doing things I haven't done before. You know,
0: like what? What are you getting like, excited about? Yeah, I'm curious.
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, I, 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 well, for instance, I would, I would always have loved to, I'd love to do theater in New York, yeah. not just in L.A. Um I'd love to do theater in New York. And, and. You know, one of the you asked before. One of my favorite roles that I've worked on is ah uh, the role of Eileen Caffey in the show Brotherhood on short Showtime, yeah. because it was so flawed. She was such an imperfect woman, like we all are, and I really like the juice and the marrow of playing people who are that way because I think it really it can be healing when we see different aspects of ourselves, not so pretty, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm also doing some writing. Um, and I'm contemplating, I, I, you know, I think I might have a director part inside of me that could just be age and me wanting to tell people what to do. (laughs) (laughs) My own impatience. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that! I love that. Yeah, there's. It's the. I, I I really am curious if this is how conscientious this has been for you, because you appear to be very true to who you are, and to go through so much in a career where you're so on and so outward facing, has mm-hmm. how has that evolved for you in remaining true to yourself? Mm.
1: You know, tripping my way around. I, I do think having some. Essential core values, kindness. You yeah. know, I really, I really, I really don't like nasty people. I don't, I don't think you have to be mean. I don't think you need to be a diva. Um, it doesn't mean you can't be strong. Uh, but sure. I, I just, you know, I, I think it's interesting because it's not like you can look back over your career and say, ah, this was the plan. Right. Things happened to me, things I didn't get. You know, I've watched many people that I've worked with, you know, escalate to superstardom. And I've always kind of just trudged along. Um, And I'm so grateful for that, you know, because I really do have a normal life. I think, you know, I think just like that, that play experience, you know, I don't think stardom fits well with my personality innately, like mega stardom. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm quite shy and dorky. And, um, I'm, I really like being home with my family. (laughs) So I'm introverted to a sense, but I also have this other competitive thing where I just, um, are competing with that impulse. I I love to perform and getting lost in a character. So with those dualities, I don't think stardom is ever, I've not bred for that, mm. but I am definitely finding my flow as a journeyman actress, journeywoman woman actor mm. uh, who's building a career and having a life and pursuing artistry, always curious, you know? And uh, yeah. I think So that's, 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 I guess the, the overarching theme. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: just, I love the word flow. I love it. It is a flow. The whole thing. Yes. It's one big vinyasa flow. (laughs) It's (laughs) just one big movement of, and it all works out in the end. I mean, that's like when you really, you know, believe that it's like, it's so much more enjoyable when things aren't happening that we thought should happen or vice versa or whatever.
1: Yes, yes, that is true.
0: Do you do you have any favorite books or most gifted books?
1: Mm, Oh gosh, well, The Overstory is one of my by Richard Powers is one of my favorite favorite books because I'm a massive lover of trees. Uh, I love um, uh, George Eliot's Middlemarch is one of my forever favorites. I just finished a book that I found just exquisite uh, called Trust by Hernan Diaz, which has lived with me. I love it when I read a book and it still resonates, you know, months after I've read it. Hmm. Um, And uh, and that one most recently was phenomenal for me.
0: Metaphorically speaking, if you could put a word or a phrase on a billboard for millions of people to see, does anything come to mind? (laughs)
1: <laughs> One that I'm working with myself a lot is worry is down payment on a debt that never comes due. I I think that's a quote from Tom Stoppard, I think the playwright. I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up and I'll I'll after we finish, I will. But worry is down payment on a debt that never comes due. It's it's very much in line with what we're talking about in that we can spend so much time worrying and overthinking that it stops the flow of action. Yeah. And and there really is no point. I mean, I'm all for educated uh, decision making and discernment, but over worry is can really be a paralyzing thing for artists yeah. or people.
0: Yeah. Overthinking can really, yes. can really kill action. It can. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that I would be that. my one billboard, you know, I mean the, the, the one that I always say is what is for you will find you. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes that's just all those affirmations are just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I sometimes I try to listen to affirmation meditations and I'm like, you know what? No. How about life is hard? (laughs) Times are shitty sometimes and you just (laughs) keep
0: going. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I I love this conversation. And and thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. Absolutely. Before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to add?
1: Mm. Well, uh, I think another thing that I really, as evidenced in a, I, I, I have the extreme pleasure and privilege of being in this fourth season of succession and, um, and I would say, be ready, always be ready. A B R. Always be ready, because you never know when an opportunity might just come. And if you're ready to step into it, then magic happens.
0: I now I I have to ask, what was the? <laughs> I can't. I, that's it. That's <laughs> as far as we get to go.
1: Yes, that's as far as we get to go. Oh yeah.
0: Goodness gracious. Yeah.
1: It's just a small little thing but it it just um it was a, a peak experience for me pr- creatively professionally for sure
0: I can't wait that show is it's and I uh Brian Brian Cox said this I think yes. he said it the other day yesterday on the late night show that American yeah. TV in general goes past its sell by date it always goes on too long and succession in yeah. particular is really yep. leaving is leaving the party when it's still in its height they're not <laughs>
1: You know, I agree. And another show that's doing that too is Barry. Yes. Both on HBO. They're both finishing an, at, at, at four seasons. And it is, it's just perfect. It's powerful and perfect.
0: It, it will always leave me wanting more. I, I, yes. I haven't even, I don't know how it ends, but I know for a fact that's yeah. good storytelling. Can't wait to yes, see it.
1: I- indeed. <laughs> indeed.
0: Well, Annabeth, thank you so much for taking the time today. I so appreciate your vulnerability and being open to this conversation.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. What a pleasure. Finally.
0: (laughs) People of the world, Annabeth Gish. You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another Curiosity Conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening.